Welcome to the podcast, Loving on Purpose. I'm your host, Bonnie Lyman. If you're having trouble navigating through your relationships with your adult children, if you are struggling to connect with them or having specific challenges, you're in the right place. This is episode five, learning to default to compassion. Hello, everyone. How are you? I hope you had a good week. I had an interesting week. My husband had ankle replacement surgery. Haven't heard too many people that do that, but he was a good caretaker to me, and so now I get the privilege of helping him recuperate. And I have to admit, he's an excellent patient. He's not a whiner at all. But today I want to talk to you about defaulting to compassion. And that means managing our minds, practicing so that our minds, when it comes across a difficult situation, a difficult person, uh, it might even be looking at ourselves that we default to compassion. You know, I'm super big on the cliche, love always wins. And every time I turn around, I see that popping up. It was like, see, love always wins. I just watched a movie last night. King Richard. It's a story of really Serena and Venus Williams' father and how he trained them. And it was just all about love. You just never know what goes behind these famous athletes, but what he did for his family and how he stuck to his values even when tempted with millions of dollars, he didn't cave in to what he thought was best for his children. And if nothing else, those children will say, our dad loved us. And so love always wins. And if nothing else, it helps to keep our lives running a little smoother if when given the choice that we opt to find a way to love someone, especially those that are difficult in our lives, rather than thinking we need to judge them, we need to fix them, we need to correct them. And loving somebody doesn't mean that we condone the behavior or that we can't see the behavior is taking them down a tough road. And so a lot of times there's tough love, but there is no argument in my mind that love will always win. If I have loving thoughts about anything that's going on in my life, things usually work out and it helps me have a clarity of mind that I can figure out how to do difficult things in my life. I got 
on to this love always wins from following the teachings of Jesus Christ. Because when I follow his teachings, it serves me well and it affords me to have a happy life. It, even if you don't believe that he performed miracles, or even if you don't even believe in the atonement, which I do, I think that was the greatest love he gave for mankind, was to suffer, suffer and die for man. But just following the teachings of Jesus Christ, I think, are a good way to uh, live life. And I think a lot of people, maybe of different religions, they follow those teachings. I think a lot of the teachings of Jesus Christ cross over into Buddhism and um, Muslim and the Jewish religion and just many other non-Christian religions. It's just showing up with love and being the best person we can be. Now, we have to remember that when I say love always wins, like I mentioned before, it doesn't mean we have to love the behavior, but we love the person, and that is where it gets difficult. So I'm going to give you some ideas today, some things to think about where you can default to compassion and you can learn to love the person without loving the behavior. And so I like to use that more gentle word of compassion. Love seems big. It seems very definite. It seems like you're either loving or you're not, where compassion is just having a soft heart and not judging people. Oftentimes, we don't even know what we really want. As in, we want our kids to be independent, but we don't like it when they don't call us. And so what we really want is we want to feel peace with what's going on in our life. And I feel one of the vehicles to get to feeling peace, because when we are feeling judgment, then we are no, we know we're not feeling compassion and we're not feeling unconditional love. And the ego wants to do that. It kind of protects us. Or we've, a lot of us feel like as mothers, fathers, we need to control our children. We need to point out to them with uh, what they're doing wrong. But really, all they really need is some understanding and some compassion. So first, it's imperative to find purse to find peace, to understand that it is our thoughts about what's happening in our lives 
that cause us to feel a certain way. It's our thoughts about what our children are doing wrong, or more importantly, a little more specifically here when I'm talking about compassion, of when they say or do things to us that are unkind. And so when we are able to get to a place where the thoughts we are choosing to have about what's going on in our lives align up with compassion, then the negative emotions that we have are not going to feel as intense. So we're not trying to get to a place where we never have any negative feelings. That's just not possible. And it interferes with having the greatest satisfaction and joy in life we have if we never had any negative uh, emotions. But it's willing, willing to feel negative emotion. And then it's what we do with it when we do have it. And it's, it's our responsibility that when we have a negative emotion, one of our kids have said something to us that is unkind, that makes you feel disrespectful, disrespected, the first thing you got to do is you got to be willing to feel that a negative emotion. Because what I teach you and what you learn about how to feel negative emotions, which I talked about in episode four, that doesn't mean that exact same negative emotion doesn't come up. But when it comes up, you know what to do with it, and you accept the responsibility for lessening that motion so that you can go to forming compassionate thoughts about this person instead of just waiting for them to apologize or change their behavior or whatever. We never can have control over people We can tell them through I messages being very direct that when you say things like that to me, I feel sad or I feel unappreciated. You have every right to say that. But let's try practicing going down this compassionate thought route. It's keeping our power to create the life we want rather than being dependent on what's going on around us or our children changing or them apologizing or them saying things in a more appropriate way. Because most of the time, 
our children sense when we are uncomfortable around them. So their first action is probably going to be withdrawing. It makes them feel uncomfortable, so they're just going to avoid being around you. But just think, if we could feel some compassion for each other, what a world this would be. It would be completely different. My husband recognizes that women have a greater capacity to do this, and I think if it was his choice, he, in his world, he would have all leaders of countries be women. But we can't control others. We know that. But we can control how we think and how we show up to others. And the greatest news about that, it can make a difference to other people and it can influence them, even if it's only one person. I like the story of the old man who's walking down the shore where all the starfish have washed too far up on the shore for the waves to come in and carry them back out to sea. And there's a little boy there picking up those starfish and just chucking them back into the ocean as fast as he can. And there's just thousands and thousands of starfish on the beach. And the old man says, what are you doing? Look at how many starfish are going to be left on the shore that you're not going to be able to get to. They're probably going to die before you throw them back in the ocean. And as he picked one up and he threw it back in the ocean, he said, I saved that one. So even having compassion for one person in one situation can make a huge influence in much of your family relationships. I want to share some practices with you that we can do to become more compassionate people. And you'll find one of the reasons we want to be more compassionate, it almost sounds selfish, but I don't think it is because it's got a double benefit, but it's so that you can find peace. When you're in judgment of somebody else, you're not feeling peace. That is not a comfortable feeling to feel. But if you are feeling compassion towards somebody, that is so close to love, and it is a form of love, especially when you're in a relationship that you're struggling with. It feels so good. But this requires thinking on purpose, intentionally, conscientiously choosing compassionate thoughts when our mind wants to tell us to have other thoughts, when our mind wants us to become that victim. And these 
people should not be treating me this way. But if we can change that and first feel that feeling of hurt and then start examining what other thoughts could I have, then we have entirely different feelings and different outcomes. So here are six ways to view difficult relationships from a different perspective. Because that's all that's happening is we're just disagreeing with what's going on. Or we feel it's untrue, unkind, the things they say. And so we almost want to go to battle with them to prove otherwise. And yet, if you follow some of these steps, I think you're going to get results that are going to be a little easier to come by and less difficult than if you just go to judgment. So one of the things is to be thinking right now, be thinking ahead of time and focusing on this and pondering on this. Everyone is fighting hard battles. No one is without struggles. Some just manage them better than others. Some are better at hiding them. But we're all fighting hard battles. So let's just have compassion for each other. And yes, compassion for ourselves. Have some grace for yourself that you don't always show up. You don't always say and do the right things. Another thing I believe is that people that hurt other people are hurting themselves. There is something in their life that they are struggling with. And like I said, we're all fighting battles, and some just manage them better than others. And so oftentimes, they are hurting about something on their life. They, your son or daughter, may even feel safe enough with you to take it out on you, let out some of their frustration and anger on you because they feel safe with you. They already know that you're going to unconditionally love them. But what In this case, to understand that people that hurt others are hurting can be a great resource to you to understanding why they're acting the way they are and to find peace in your life and to find compassion. So that takes us to the next step of focusing your heart on being curious of why that person is hurting. We don't have to ask them a lot of questions. We really don't need to know the details. But just to understand that they're probably hurting and just to be curious of how bad are they hurting? How serious are they hurting? I wonder if they know that they can always come to me for help. I I hope by being compassionate that I can 
compassionate that I can set up a safe place for them to come to me if that's where they want to come for some guidance. The other thing I think to think right now before you get in that situation where you don't want to feel compassion, but you want to feel judgment, is to have the thought people are doing the best they can at that moment. Yes, they're probably capable of handling things better, but at that moment, they are doing the best they can. A son, number five, then I would say, is a son who says things that are unkind to his mother isn't intentionally thinking, I'm going to make my mother feel disrespected. And so I'm going to say this. He doesn't even know why he's being unkind, or disrespectful. All he is aware of, and he may not even know why, but he is hurting somehow. Number six is most people aren't aware of what they say or do, much less how it affects others. Because we have so many thoughts bombarding our mind, something happens and it triggers a thought and we usually just blurt out the first thing we're thinking. Instead of stopping, and we don't really analyze it, but just even thinking, is that what I want to say? Would that hurt this person? Is that something compassionate to say? I've kind of had a rule, and I'm probably only good at it 50% of the time, that when someone comes and talks to me, I want them to feel safe when we're done with our conversation, and I want them to feel better about themselves and what's going on in their life than when we first started carrying on the conversation, even if there is no discussion about what they're suffering at that time. So having compassionate thoughts ahead of time, especially toward those that treat you unkindly, causes you to act from a place of love more of the time than from judgment, anger, resentment, whatever, whatever those negative emotions are. But you have to remember when people's actions cause us to feel a negative emotion, we always have the choice of how we're going to act of because we have the choice of how we're going to think what that means. And then that 
causes us to have a certain feeling. Showing up as a compassionate person doesn't come from a judgmental person. It doesn't come from a person feeling resentment or unappreciated. Showing up as a compassionate person comes from having and feeling compassion and love, and that comes from developing compassion thoughts. If we default to compassionate thoughts, resentment and hurt most often are but a fleeting moment. Compassion is one way we show love. Compassion is one step closer to unconditional love. Loving is a personal choice that always wins. I like to say life is a school. Love is the lesson. Compassion is the first course. I thank you so much for listening. I hope you can take some of the things I have said today that you may be more of a compassionate person so that you can show up, you can show others how it is done and that it will cause you, by choosing to have compassionate thoughts, it will cause you to find that peace in your life And it gets you that much closer to loving your children unconditionally, just as they are without anything having to change.